Hi, this is Tony. And Elaine Perna. And you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. He's overworked, underpaid, and... See, everyone thinks they're going to have vanilla ice at this point. But no. But they're not. I've never seen the, the original video. That's yeah. good. I've never seen the original video, the official video. No. Oh. It's good, though. Very good, isn't it? Yeah, it's very well done. Um, <laughs> it's snowing rad. Hey everybody! <laughs> I love it. Oh, That's it is great. It is knowing rad. I'm so no glad rad. that you're back with us. You're back. I'm very glad us. to be back. I'm mean, very, very glad to be back. back with us. Um, and we touched upon the fact that you're back with us. But you're back with us. Um, I'm back. And you did go away for a little bit to take a I bit did. of much. Very, very little bit. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to. Um, I thought with your blessing because i did ask you this before we, we yes. started recording um if you kind of wanted to touch on it because i thought it there could be some hmm, interesting perspective uh from your experience for for um to help out other people in the hobby i think was was my my hope um yeah. and also yeah just it's just a well, sign of the times, possibly. I don't know. I'm preempting what you're going to say because I don't know all you're going to say. Um, but yeah, so what, what happened, buddy? Where, where did you go? What happened? Yes. So it was a dark night. I woke up in a fright, a sweat, <laughs> walked out into the woods and, and, and went, went on a walkabout, as they say, down under. Walkabout, um, yeah. Basically, honestly, what happened was I kind of got over it. Um, over the hobby pretty hard, um, you know, and this is partially my fault. <laughs> um, and I've, I've spoken to a lot of people about this. Um, the hobby has taken a major change in direction. It's definitely taken a different road. And I was just explaining to this to someone last night, who was a friend of mine. And I'll say, you know, Marvel cards, Marvel card collectors were kind of in this like time capsule, right? Mm. We were moving at a very, it's a little paradox. We were moving at a very different speed than the rest of the card hobby. Mm. And then suddenly the hatch was opened and it, it's almost like coming up from a deep dive, you know what I mean? And adjusting too fast, which can be very dangerous. So it, it very much happened then that way. And a lot of people are trying to catch up. And, you know, I was very much at the forefront of opening that gas, that gasket and kind of, you know, letting the steam out a little bit because in all honesty, you know, I think the hobby is extremely important. I think it's really special. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a little bit of a detrimental thing to us as collectors 
to have it be as insular as it was, which I still believe in. You know, I think a lot of times, even now I look at collectors who are just getting to this hobby and there are things that pop up, pop up on eBay or pop up in group that are so like historically significant, you know, from real comic book artists, sketches, autographs, whatever people are looking at this thing and they're like, well, who's that? Who's this? Having no frame of reference, no true understanding of its historical significance to our group, our hobby, our, our mm-hmm. people. And that always kind of upset me. Um, so anyway, so all this kind of stuff, you know, those were my reasons for it, for doing all this stuff and kind of branching out and getting on Instagram and, you know, trying to talk to people and, and being at the forefront of all this a little bit. And basically what's happened recently is that, you know, I was actually contacted by a few people who were very much on the inside of the Marvel card hobby Illuminati and just kidding, just people who, you know, (laughs) were like, you know, just friends of mine who've just been collecting for a while and very nice people. And, you know, they kind of, opened my eyes to a lot of things that were happening in the game industry uh, with graded games and how, you know, there's a great video on how, you know, there's not a pop report for what a game for games that are, you know, graded. It's just um, uh, video games. Yeah. Yeah. Video games. So oh, they're not yeah. really this like pop reports type of thing. And it's just, you know, you don't know what game is selling at what grade. And, you know, a lot of auction houses were relisting games of people who own the auction houses mm-hmm. to get the games at higher prices, shill bidding, all this kind of stuff. And on a deeper dive on my end, I realized this was happening in Marvel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was realizing that a lot of people that I, was hoping to get to know and you know i'm excited about coming into the hobby we're actually playing the game at a level where it's not so much where it was going to help the hobby and be this influx of money it was more about making the appearance of influx of money and then taking all the resources and abandoning everything and it turning into a desert which was my worry so you know, this has been happening over the last half a year or whatever the case may be, is pretty much since all this kind of started beginning with the first, you know, big sale of the Spider-Man PMGs. Yeah. And so I've been doing a lot of this stuff. I've been working behind the scenes, talking to a lot of people, helping people get things into the collections, all this kind of stuff, and realized very quickly that I was participating in a system that I really don't like and that I really didn't want to be responsible for. Now, yes, all this sounds like I'm making this sound extremely important when it's just cards. I get it. Um, But it's more along the lines of just understanding the hobby from a perspective of a true collector. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. You know what I mean? Like it's very much a family now at this point. You know, I know so many people who... (laughs) I talk to my Marvel card buddies more than anybody else. You know, they're, they're my true friends. You know, I talk to Ian more than I ever talked to anybody else. Uh, you know, and all my other friends, character club crew, all my, all my peeps. And it's very much like, you know, family at this point. Mm -hmm. And I think so much of everything kind of made me realize that there is a lot of market manipulation and there is a lot of FOMO and there's a lot of pressure being put on people who just want to enjoy the hobby, who yeah. are spending at alarming rates and 
you know, uh, only getting taken for a ride by people who have hedge funds, who have big money and are basically looking to control the Marvel market because they missed out on the sports market and they're all sour about it. And there's a lot of people, um, you know, one person who called me a hypocrite in the group recently, among some other people on Instagram, um, that are very much just pumping the hobby and selling cards for hype. And, you know, they find a card because they see someone else post it and they say it's the greatest card of all time. They buy all of it and then they pimp it on their Instagram, Facebook or whatever. And, you know, that's the flavor of the week with no true understanding of its historical significance or, you know, the other cards that are also significant. The truth is I I sound quite like a sourpuss type of thing. (laughs) Um, But it's not anything like that. It's more the fact that a lot of this kind of just got under my skin, which was in all honesty, my fart, my fault. Um, a lot of people should have, you know, I should not be preoccupying myself with how other people were collecting. Truth is I should have, you know, kind of let that stuff go and just stay around my peeps and get inside my circle and kind of <laughs> enjoy the hobby from, yeah. from, you know, my hotel room rather than, you know, <laughs> kind of <laughs> venturing out, uh, to be honest, just because everything is so crazy, but you know, I'm not the only one. There are a lot of people experiencing this, especially now with a hobby, especially now being burnt yeah. after X-Men metal, um, especially people kind of looking at everything and realizing, wow, I'm seeing a lot of craziness that, over that here. Ma- that market on that is dropping like a dishwasher. It really is. I, I called it from the <laughs> beginning. I told everybody, I mean, all of us who knows the game, we're like, don't yeah. do it. Just wait for Comsi. Don't go, don't overspend, you know, get what you want, but things are going to be crazy. I and then they're going to drop off. Product, it was a case of don't do it at all from, from my point of view. But anyway, it's I, a true. I and then a lot of people said that. I digress. And, I digress. and a, a lot of people chose that. to, and that's absolutely fine. It's your money. You can do it. I want, mean, but. I went, I went on that product to hunt for something I really wanted and, you know, got it, hated the quality control on it. I thought it would be different and it was not. And it really took me back and I was not happy with the purchase mm-hmm. and I offloaded cause I didn't like the pump. I didn't like it, it, it ended up becoming very much people trying to outdo one another yeah. and trying to collect this rather than saying, yeah. Hey man, I really like this. I'm going to go for this. Yeah. And that kind of drove me crazy. And um, that's what happened basically. You know, I, 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 I should have caught myself earlier so I wouldn't have, you know, bounce like I did could have, you know, spoken to people could have readjusted myself, but I did it and definitely needed to clear my head and take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a lot yeah. of people have reached out to me and told me that they had similar experiences recently with yeah. hobby burnout. There's a lot, there's a lot of it happening. I mean, the first, the first thing I would say was, you know, when I, and, you know, hopefully you're, you're cool with me saying this, if not, we'll, we'll edit it out. But so one thing I've not, noticed about, about you and your personality is that you're a hugely creative guy that's that's part partly your career and your you know your background and you know you're a very creative person you're also very passionate so when you go for something you go all in but you don't just go balls in you go 
everything else, everything else you can fit in torso, as well. Yeah, half your torso. You kind of just like uh, Quinn at the end of Jaws out of the shark's mouth. You just like, you know, that, that's the kind of all, full body all in I'm talking about. Um, and you've um, and you kind of you come you kind of go on these these journeys, and I'm kind of doing this um, up and down kind of swing mm-hmm. curve thing because you do it, you go through it for the process of going through it. And then you um, you kind of offload it, and then you move on to the next thing, and you 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 know you reinvest it. You know you don't you you're you're savvy. You you move it quick, and you you reinvest it, and you go on and try something else. And the stuff that sticks is very very personal and 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 there. Yeah. You know the stuff yeah. that's in that cabinet behind you. Yeah. The stuff that stays with you, but for. But you're, you've always been, since I've known you, you've always been a collector who sheds their skin with each kind of product and release and things like that. Yeah. You've, you've, you've gone in, you've tried it, you've tasted it, you've gone on that journey because it's something that you enjoy doing and it's because something you get you get a lot from. Um, and you've um, learned from it and you've helped other people out in the process of doing so and then you've, you've kind of moved on. The problem... I think with with this particular set and with this particular year specifically, not that set notwithstanding, is that um, you've got that going on. Obviously, you've got, you know, you like me and everyone else, we've, we've got day jobs. You know, I do this yes. podcast a lot yes, more if, yes, I, yes. If, I, if I had more yeah. time, but I don't, you know. Um, and maybe it's a good thing that I don't do this this podcast a, a lot more. We don't do much more content because, you know, I, I think I think it's, it's <laughs> you can you can very quickly have too much of a good thing. Yes. And there is an awful, and it, it kind of, that's a segue to me saying there's an awful lot of monkey see, monkey do going on in the hobby at the moment. Yeah. Um, both in terms of, um, um, in terms of, okay, oh, there's uh, uh, ring a bell over here. Oh, let's go and buy this. This is cool. And then someone over there is ringing a bell. Oh, let's go and let's go with it. Yes. Flocking from thing to thing, um, which is kind of what <clears throat> influencers do. You know, the most notable one, and some may historically regard this as the starting pistol, if you like, that whole Gary V thing that he did. Yes. He's obviously. Very very much is. um, And so, you know, and um, the the unfortunate thing, I guess, is that with Fleer Ultra Spider-Man selling out and suddenly becoming desirable on the back of the PMG stuff... You can't find Fleer Ultra 2013, 2015 for love nor money, again, driven by PMGs and to some extent the Jambalayas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are certain card types that people are just going cray-cray for because they've been seen to be financially successful and a sound investment in other areas of, of the hobby, primarily mm-hmm. sports, let's face it. Now, yeah, it is. <clears throat> I'm still, and I know I know people will and do disagree with me on this, but but I I'm not into collecting cards for investment. If I was in, if I wanted to invest in something, I'd be doing the stock market because that's investment. Collecting cards is a, is a passionate hobby, you know. It's yeah. something that that I'm into, and you know. And again, like you, I wax and wane, and you know, maybe mm-hmm. I don't have the peaks and troughs. Um, but you know, yeah. I'm, it ebbs and flows with stuff that I like and stuff that I don't like. Um, but I, I've never really been one to see it as something. Okay, buy it, hold it for a bit, let it accumulate, and then sell it. Because that's 
that's not me and that's not for me that's not what card marvel cards are it's just it's just not you know it just isn't i understand why sports cards behave that way because it's connected to before yeah, we've talked about this before it's connected to performance of uh physical players teams horses whatever it may be you know <laughs> golf yeah balls, you know it's and it's, it's yeah. yeah it's it's well, you're absolutely that. right yeah it um, has that kind of similarity to it. and a lot of yeah. people have been using comics in a similar way you know what i mean like oh this person's entering mcu this is a high marketed piece now oh, because they're performing comic speculation. I mean, I've got a whole app. There's a whole right. app that's devoted to it. Uh, what's it? What's it called? Hang on, it's on here. It's called Key Collector. Yes. And, and every every week they've got stuff. It's like the spec Something. deck, hot key, yep. um, first solo covers. There's a, there's a new category called World War Two covers. What? Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, and it's like uh, 100 silver keys, 100 bronze keys, 100 modern keys. It's mm-hmm. all very well and good, but. And yeah, it's nice if you've got a book and you you know you you've always wanted to get it, and suddenly someone might say, "Oh yeah, that's going to go up in price. I'd buy it now." And you know, I would do that because I want to get it without having to spend the extra crazy amount of money. Yeah, yeah, cumulative factor. I'm not buying it to sit on it and hold it. I've only done that once, and I kind of felt a bit. Like I don't know. Remember, I talked about that. Good scrub afterwards. I remember Jane Foster, and in the end, I didn't. I didn't flip it. I haven't held it. I've parted with it to my local dealer with all the books I got rid of um, um, at the at the beginning of the year, and I'm about to get rid of the one I held along with all my other what ifs. Now, Mm -hmm. yes, I could take the time and put those what if comics, and I've got a lot of them and a lot of the original ones as well. I could put them on eBay, but. It's like, you know, A, I haven't got time. B, my local dealer will give me a fair price for them. And C, you know, right. where it's beak, I don't mind. But yeah, I did feel like I needed to so I'd kind of scrub myself a bit. Now that's just me, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm English and, you know, we're not from a, we're not from a, generally speaking, there is definitely a cultural thing. Um, there is there is definitely a thing that's that's much more American in terms of the, the dollar, the, the need to 100%. drive yeah. commercialism, um, which is a very much, Almost, it's it's it's, it's so it's, ingrained yeah. that it's part of yeah, people's personalities and mentality. In the same way, I found part out of so, conversations. Sorry, yeah, but I'm on a. I'm sorry, I'm on a mental roll now. It's like I've just. I love it. Started. I um, love it. Um, in the UK, I found something fascinating out the other day. Now. The, the UK, people from Europe look at the UK and they, they think we're absolutely crazy because in the UK, there's an absolute obsession with owning your own home. Whereas in Europe, most people rent and they're perfectly happy to do so, you know, and it's not and it's not a market where people gouge other people by renting. You know, there's not people that buy up loads of properties and just you know, yes. rent them out and try and gouge people, which is, happens in the UK. Um and I found out why, and it's 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 hundreds and hundreds of years worth of mentality because it used to be uh, related to taxation and owning your own home. It used to be mm. um, heavily. Li- I can't remember the exact nature of the link now, but there was something about if you owned your own property, you were in a you were in a financially better position in terms of the the, the crown. I mean, there's a huge there's a whole lineage thing. of things yeah. that happen in the U.S. about that. Yeah. Um, which I thought was fascinating. Now, I know in America, it's different from state to state, the taxation thing. And for example, New Hampshire, they don't have sales tax, but it's property based. And in you know, other, other states, it's much more of a sales tax kind of thing. And, and, and yeah. Some of yeah. the most biggest plot lines in movies 
um, in historical U.S. movies, especially Westerns, is always the essential plot that the main character wants to obtain a piece of land. And this is really prevalent in U.S. cinema as like a character's like lasting drive is to own something of their own. Right. It's very much the narrative of the American dream and the legacy. past. Yeah, Yeah, it's very much the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. And I I get it. So and that's kind of a bit of a socioeconomic side, side, sideways um, side quest. We've just gone on a side quest. By saying that, you know, I, I'm not, you know, personally, and this is me, you know, I'm not every collector. And some, you know, some people are like, well, listen, you know, I earn $300,000 a year and I can't, you know, and this is true of a lot of people, a lot of people who earn those big, big salaries, you know, they put it in investments of different kinds to avoid the taxation mm-hmm. side of things. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so they'll buy antiques or they'll buy property or they'll buy um, maybe not property because that, that tax in a different way but you know you can put the money somewhere where it won't devalue right. now where I, I i i get uncomfortable personally i get uncomfortable when I, it turns me off and i kind of just go in a different direction mentally and, and spiritually um is where people do that with Marvel cards because for, for me that's not my experience with Marvel cards. It's not why I started the group. It's not why we do this podcast. We talk we do this podcast to talk about you know all the cool cards that are out there. Hopefully share some stuff that people won't have heard of. Hopefully talk about you know the OG sets from the nineties and the people yeah. who created those who didn't realize the legacy of what they've created. And you know obviously talk about the new sets and how exciting that is for collectors. Um, and we've done episodes where we've talked about, in, in, I remember when we first started for, for ages, you were jonesing to do an episode about investing, uh, yes. things like that. And yeah, that yeah. was like two years before, you know, the current kind of, it, uh-huh. was, it was it was on Vogue. Um, yeah. But we haven't done that that much, really. Um, yeah, we've because... We've people who do it, but we haven't done yeah. it that much. No, and, and honestly, you know, at the time of me wanting to talk to about the investing side was more of the the logic of understanding that because at, at one point there was a huge conversation in, in my mind mm. and which we talked about mm. where I felt like there was these collectors of Marvel cards who are very dedicated to Marvel cards. Like first person that comes to mind is great gamer, right? Oh, Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. Who, so is ahead of the curve in understanding grading and understanding why grading exists in the culture and, you know, how it could have existed and how it is now existing in Marvel cards and becoming kind of a staple, um, which it wasn't before, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, we have to understand that a lot of Marvel collectors before Ian and I even spoke about investment before it started coming up, were very much like, I have a full set here. This is my set, blah, blah, blah. This is the best set ever. Yada, yada, yada. The investment side came because I ha- was getting into contact with a lot of people who want to sell their Marvel cards, um, but they kept having the issue of not understanding how to get what they wanted out of their collection because their collection, they were treating it like, like you were collecting cu- coupons, right? You weren't like being aware of what you had and you weren't cataloging, you weren't keeping track. So then when they were trying to sell, they were finding a really hard time to like get the money they need for a different collectible or this or that. Mm -hmm. So the conversation started coming up a lot more about what is to think about cards, Marvel cards specifically as a way of, you know, having some money off to the side and, and, and investing in particular cards and being excited about characters and then 
Kevin number one, our buddy mm. was talking about what about first appearance characters? Like, is this similar to the comic books? And, mm. you know, we, we, all of us kind of like started really talking, having a serious conversation about that sector of the hobby. Mm. Um, and, you know, that's why I originally came up and interested in me so much because it hadn't really been spoken about. Um, truth is I've slowed down making my own content on YouTube because it is a lot of monkey see monkey do. And I don't really want to give away anything anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of over, you know, I, I, I want to make more videos and I've been having a difficult time being like, well, what videos do I make? Because if I do make something about something that I find interesting and then everybody else finds that interesting, I've potentially screwed over a lot of collectors who are collecting for them out of potentially really great cards and things that they could have that no one's looking at on eBay. Mm -hmm. Not like I have all the secrets or anything like that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that it feels like a minefield and it stops me, like you said before, being that kind of creative, like enjoying my posts, enjoying my videos. It's become kind of a minefield where I'm kind of causing this like little chaotic chain of events that I really don't want to want to, partake in it's a, bit, it's a bit chicken and egg as well isn't it it's like yes <laughs> because it's weird. Like, you know but no but that's the interesting thing uh, you know whether you uh feel like you are or not i think a lot of people view you as a bit of an influencer yes it's certainly the perception that, weird. That, that people have um right. i uh, I, I, I think it's very unlikely anyone thinks of me as an influencer, but, um, and I certainly don't aspire to be one, but, um, you know, I'm just, just kind of here to talk about the cards and hopefully help folk enjoy, enjoy them as well. But, um, and, you know, when it goes beyond that, I think it's, you know, going back to the fact that, you know, obviously, you know, we've both got jobs and then I'm, I was always amazed that you found the time to do you know, the, this, you found the time to do the other things that you're involved in, found the time you do your own videos, then you had to do the posts, then you did the visuals for those posts and the, and the incredible triple kind of uh, imagery really things like you those. had. Yeah, I love those. It was really cool, except when you post one thing and it all goes out of alignment, you're like, ah! Um, yeah. But uh, so you kind of create a rod for your own back in a little way. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I think, uh, you know, forgive me if if, if, uh, if this isn't the case, but I, I perceive it as you probably spread yourself a bit too thin. Um, and I think you, you get to a point where you, where you give too much of yourself that you haven't got enough left for yourself. If that makes sense. That's it's it's, how I it's definitely like draining my cup and not getting anything replenished. It was yeah. definitely that kind of, yeah. And, and, and that was part of the burnout. You know what I mean? That was part of the burnout. And yeah. it really, I'm not talking about, I, I really hope people don't think I'm talking about anybody specific. I'm not, I'm, I'm really talking about circumstance and context. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, everyone's really nice. Like even people who, you know, are, are the usual suspects on Instagram who, you know, show their stuff and, and, mm -hmm. and do very much look like influencers and inside tracks. Like I've got to speak to these people on the phone and they're perfectly nice and sweet people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? They're, they're coming into the hobby from a very, what they're doing is standard fair to them. It looks different to us because we haven't been doing it and we haven't been around that kind of nature and that, and that, that thing of people, but it's very standard fair. In fact, they think they're doing something really good and educational. And sometimes they are in all honesty. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's just became more of a, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm an influencer or any of that weird stuff. I, I definitely feel like, 
I promoted my cards and my interest in a very social way digitally. Mm. And by doing that, you know, I've had a lot of people asking me questions and, and hitting me up for things and so forth. And I very much enjoyed that, but I also yeah. have not really gotten anything back from a lot of those encounters um, other than friends, you know, really great friends, yeah. uh, but some people who are not friends are hitting me up and all this kind of stuff. It, 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 you know, it's just more of a, it's nice to feel like people can reach out to you and you have something to say, of course. Mm -hmm. But I think what I got upset about and what I got kind of exhausted by was the fact that I did not want my presence in all this to be causing negative repercussions to people. Yes. And I feel like it has manifested into that in some way because there are a lot of people right now, which is the whole thing about content creators yep. where people are miserable in their jobs and their lives and they go into content creating and they get a taste of what it is to content create in their hobby and to do things that they like. And then they very much want that as their job. So that yeah. can be their lives so they can be happier. Yeah. And I respect that hundred percent. And I think it's wonderful and I think it's great. And I hope it works out for every person that needs that yeah. so they can get out of their horrible situation. I really do. It's just bred a competitive nature yeah. in all of this that I look, here's the truth. <laughs> I am not the guy to be competitive with. I've never been that guy. Mm. I, I, I don't like it. It upsets me. Mm. I get really aggravated by that because yeah. I'm just not, I don't need that. I think it's childish. I think it's stupid. I think it's mm. just, it just it's pathetic. And I'm just not the type of person to do that yeah. with. Yeah. So when I felt that vibe, I was kind of like, you know what? I need to be more quiet. Mm -hmm. I need to get away from this. And you know, the reason I came back was partly, I was like, you know what? I also don't want anybody to tell me what I can and cannot do yes. with this, you know? And that's what, you know, Ian and I had this really beautiful chat, uh, really nice chat. And it became kind of like thing, you know, I also don't want someone to like take away my choice to do this. So, yes, you know, taking the break was basically me figuring out how to do this on my own terms. And I, and I think I have that kind of covered now. And I got a little, little rule book with me. <laughs> <laughs> to practice it a bit good. and to, uh, you know, to feel good about it. Cause you know, I think it's, I, I you know, I really do enjoy Marvel cards, <laughs> you know, and star Wars yeah. cards, you know, so I, I don't want to leave it necessarily. That's nice. Yeah. Yes. Well, wouldn't you like, for, for, for the last few minutes, I, I'm listening. I'm just searching for a quote. There was a quote that I spotted on Instagram the other day and I, I, I saved it specifically to repeat during this episode. Can I, for the love of, of, uh, I mean, literally, uh, what the cinnamon toast f is this? I can't find it anywhere. It's gone. It's gone in my phone. I mean, I do have like 16,000 photos in my, in my camera roll on my phone. Yes. Same. Which is well, a little bit excessive. Um, but, um, but well, this but is no. a pretty card. Click. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty, pretty much everything. I mean, like this, I, yeah. I have to. 
Oh, there's all sorts of stuff. There's all sorts of stuff in here. There's stuff I'm selling. There's stuff for the daily masterpieces. There's um, screenshots of posts where people are just refusing, it seems, quite willingly to follow the rules of the group that that, that we've set up, which is- I know. Called someone out last just, night, actually. It's just so disrespectful. It just winds me up. So if you want to do whatever you want, go somewhere else. If you want to follow the rules of the group and just, you know, have it as a relatively level playing field, then, then do it. Um, yeah. One of the other things that annoys me is all these people in the group who just put sales posts up. It's like, how about you actually like, engage and post something that's good in terms of content rather than just using yes. it as a sales forum. That's uh, mm-hmm. just winding me up at the moment. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I didn't mean to be uh, turned into a, a grump, but I, I've kind of come very close to walking away from the whole groups um, recently, um, simply because there's just there's just so much of it. There's like people who are in the group who just don't respect the fact that it is something that is, you know, it, the the rules are there, and if you want to get around them, if you if you're constantly spending time trying to find uh, loopholes in the in the group rules so that you can do stuff that's that's not allowed in the group then I, I, quite frankly i don't want you in the group and it's just really yeah. just really frustrates me it does get me down um, yeah and it does um I, I i just find it in, in, in inherently disrespectful uh, fundamentally yeah. um and i you know I, I try try to be nice and polite and calm to people i think i've only maybe three or four times in in the years that the group's been running actually lost it with someone on group yes um yeah. you know i'm i'm, I'm relatively uh measured where cool I'm calm and collected for sure um but there are people there's one particular person and so this is this is my kind of i i guess i've had quite a lot of oh, not emotional burnout would be the wrong way to phrase it but kind of close to it i'm still looking for this bloody quote i'll find it sooner or later and it'll be a wonderful way to end the Please, episode no but um but, um, but it's um it <laughs> just circle. gets it will be full circle um i mean uh, yeah, I've, I'm finding all these wonderful memes I've saved, which are kind of relevant <laughs> to this situation. Um, when, uh, for example, I've saved this meme, which is when someone visits your page and starts throwing hate with their salty ass vibes, me, and it's get the f- out of here with this bullshit. And it's like an chart, <laughs> which I love. I'm going to put that on the tasting notes. I don't care. Um, That's. But um, I love, I love. Um, so here's one that sums up what I'm, what I'm talking about at the moment. So, um, I, uh, from, from my my point of view, I, I find I don't have time to do the Instagram thing as much, simply because I spend a lot of my time moderating on the group, which is fine, yes. is what it is. The problem is there's so much volume of that stuff on the group um, that it, it does it does take in a significant amount of, of, of time each day. Um, so I'm kind of at the point where I do want to step back from that day-to-day moderation, as in properly step back. But I think we need a few more moderators in group. And I'll have to chat we with need you. tons of moderators. I mean, especially with our group size. Yeah, like, I've looked at other groups. Yeah. It's just too many. Like yeah. we're, 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 yeah. we're just hitting like yeah. new peaks now. Yeah. We need active moderators as well. Yes. Um, so, yeah. You know, because you're busy yes. and, you know, I get busy as yeah. well. So, uh, you know, yeah. So we do need to kind of spread that load. Um, but, um, but, but there's 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 one particular person who who has has snarked back on me when I've pulled them up on stuff on group a number of times, and I remember I wrote I wrote I wrote I wrote this person a bit of a fable 
bit of a fable. And it was a, a long fable. thing. And I never posted it. It's the brilliant, it's the most brilliant way to do things. I'm sure people have heard this before. Yeah. But it's it's write the letter, write the email, but don't send it. <laughs> stash it away. Yep. Write it in the heat of the yep. moment, stash it away, put it somewhere. Come back and look at it a day later. If it's still true send it. Um, if it's not, and chances are it probably won't be, or you probably don't want to necessarily throw gasoline onto that fire, um, don't do it. <laughs> or you could use this particular meme, which I found, which isn't the meme I was I'm looking excited. for. This is not the meme you're looking for. And this meme reads, I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. Whoa, that's nice. It isn't, isn't it a good one? That's I'm a gonna, good I'm one. I'm going to use that one. I'm going like to use that, that one. one. So much as you know, uh, much as yeah. I love the fact that the group is a, a you know a community and a place where people can talk about stuff and can um, share things. You know, occasionally we do get uh, flare ups in the group, and it's quite yeah. interesting that then you often see people's true colours and what they actually think. Um, and I'm I'm at the point now where uh, whereby and this, this sounds terribly. I'm not meaning to gate it or be exclusive in any way. Or anything like that but there are a couple of people in the hobby who just uh, aggravate me so much that i either remove myself from their situation or i remove them from the group <laughs> and i've i've come very close to that and i haven't actually done it i haven't actually yeah. done it uh but uh, but yeah by goodness me and I it's just it. and it's so easy but that's the thing that's the other thing with the internet it's so easy to misinterpret a comment or a statement or post a hundred percent so easy to do it it's um, very easy to read into something and you know everyone kind of drives defensively if that yes. makes sense <laughs> yep. um yep. On, on on facebook um and uh yeah twitter's really bad for it because you know it's like triggered it's like one person posts something and they get you know pounced on it's the, it's the whole part of cancel culture i guess the whole the vibe of that but it's um it's just weird to see it. So I'm I, I I'm kind of rambling slightly because I've been looking for this this. So I'm going to stop looking for it and I'm going to kind of sum up what my, my my train of thought is. My train of thought <laughs> here, and I've just found I've just found the quote. So we're going to end the episode with it in a moment. Um, my my train of thought here is that I think we both care. I'm not going to say too much. I think we both care a lot, and we both care a lot about um, making sure that people don't see a lot of the content or a lot of the content um and that's the way the river flows because it isn't you know um it's i you know i'd like for people to kind of be less about the buy sell and more about the trade and talk about stuff you know which would be good would be nice we, we can't we can't we can't have that um all the time i guess um and I would like it if people would just chill and just remember they're just cards. We love mm. them. We love them. We're really passionate about them. But they are just cards. They are just cards. They really at the end are. of the day. At the end of the day. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's it's very much, yeah, it's true. It's it true. Just true. And yeah. And you know, I'm I the one thing the one thing that pains me more than your absence from the hobby is you being in the hobby but being jaded because that's not that that's not that's not right that's not no. fun you know it's not fun for you it's not fun for other people to see you know anyone yeah. being in the hobby but be 
ticked off about being in the hobby. It's the yep. last thing you want. Um, no. And there are people like that. And, it, and it's a shame because it puts them on the outs and, and not in a way where they really deserve to be on the outs or anybody wants to put them on the outs. It's more of like a self type of, you know, placement of where you are. It is very much, and that was the big thing. I wanted to take a break so I can come back and not be jaded because I, I, yeah. I love helping people in the hobby yeah, and yeah. I love speaking to people in the hobby. I mean, mm. honestly, that's one of the, if there was a pie chart of this, mm. 80% of this hobby would be because of my friends here. You know what I mean? It's really not, the cards are nice. I enjoy the cards. I love getting, I love having surfer cards. It's true, but they eventually at the end of the day, they go in a box. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> you know, I, I like the cards. I love some of the cards. I really love the friends I've made. Yep. In the, in the hobby. And that, you know, that, that's, that's the kind of the, the big takeaway for me. Um, and also the other thing is, well, is, and it touches back on what I said earlier about giving too much of yourself. Yes. Because we like to help people. Sometimes it does become a bit overwhelming and you yes. have to kind of not reply to someone or just not give as yes. much of yourself. And that's not, you know, they, they don't see the 12, 15, 20 other messages you've had that yes. day. They don't yes. see that. They just see the fact that you haven't replied or you haven't helped them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that's, that's a, you know, it's, it's an enviable position to be in that the people are coming to us and asking us for advice. It's great. Um, yeah. But, um, but sometimes you do have to um, rottle how much yes. of yourself you, you, you put out there. Put out there. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Cause know. I mean, yeah. The truth is, and to wrap it up, there so much of collecting as people who are new in the hobby, people who are mid-ray in their hobby collecting, or people who are old guard, you know, all the ranges of people. Who've seen it all before, yeah. Who've seen it all before, who've seen this rinse and repeat cycle, who've seen ups and downs and all this other stuff. At the end of the day, you and I and all these people who truly love Marvel cards will be here regardless of them being expensive or inexpensive. Yeah. When the crash happens, we'll all be still loving them. (laughs) In fact, probably getting what we would like to get (laughs) from them. You know what I mean? And all this other stuff. Um, And at the end of the day, what we're all trying to do is to enjoy collecting. We are. I was going to read you this quote. <laughs> You've just wrapped up Damn the episode. In a I really, knew it. Really, really I did way. it. I saw you and I was like, I think you found it. Don't do it. Oh, that I was knew brilliant. It. That was beautifully done. That I was, was trying. I was trying. I saw you looking at your screen. I was like, I feel like you found it. Don't do it. And I was like, nah, I got this. Oh, it's well, like, let's wrap it up suddenly, with a quote you instead. You suddenly start running like, down with a hill. Well, well first of all, before, before I do this quote, and I'm going yes. to read this quote out and we, we'll end on Oh, we need the out. Outro, of course. Well, no, we, well, no, the intro. No, I'm not going to read. I'm, I'm not going to read the um, the outro uh, this week because they hear enough of my voice during the end credits. I'm going to share my screen with you, and I want Ooh. you to choose an intro artist for this episode from this list. Uh, uh, appreciate that text is probably quite small, but and I'll scroll down. I Just choose it. someone that makes you happy. And I'll happy. scroll down through this list. Someone who makes you happy. Makes someone happy. who, if you if you had like said nah i'm off i'm leaving the hobby that you would have been like ah but i miss this person so i'm just going to slowly scroll slowly scroll now remember last week we had simone 
And his, I see, he, I he see Ian and Norrin. So the, the, the Ian makes me happy. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure we can use our own in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I love all these people here. Um, it's, a, it's a long list, isn't it? These are all the people who've ever done. It's a these, great these, list. So what no one's reading, folks, for those who can't. I'm see reading the list. Is so the I'm list a quiet of reader. MP3s from our um, uh, intros for our episodes that we've had. You know, hundreds, hundreds. Uh, over you know who? Years. You know who I really like? Hit me, Perna. Perna? We can do the Pernas. I like me a Perna. We can do that. We only did it the other week, but we can do them again. That's fine. Yeah, let's do the Pernas. Or, or we can do somebody else. If you uh, don't want to do Pernas, uh, we no, can no, do... No, no, no. I'm not saying I don't okay. want to do Pernas. I'm just, I was just pointing out the fact that they're getting, <laughs> they're getting value for money. They're getting Actually, the double. I just I sh- saw Perna recently, which is why I'm like thinking Perna. No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna give my shouts out because Elaine, bless her, went through her box of spares and sent yes. me some black cats, um, some TCG black cats um, that I didn't have. So, Elaine, thank you. So, for that reason alone, um, <laughs> if nothing Same else... Same here. Like, thank you, Elaine. Saying, thank, thank you, you Tony. Um, um, you're... you're the top of this episode um so good people um we've got some uh hopefully if they come off we've got some cracking episodes in the next guy we've only got for like three maybe three two three weeks before christmas before we take our christmas break Whoa. so we need to yeah. do we need to think about our review of sets that come out in the year because i like doing those yes that i want to do that good um, fun. and um i also we've got at least one interview we need to squeeze in because uh, we haven't yes. actually spoken to anyone for a while. Um, so, sure. and then, of course, we've got our um, 2022 lineup to come. So, hopefully, oh, if, so all that, if all that lands, we've got some good stuff coming in to kick up the new year. So, I love it. Um, I'm going to leave you with this. Pat King. Pat, good evening, Pat. Pat! Um, who, oh, um, that's great. For those who don't know, he was on episode, I can't remember, um, and he was the model for a lot of the um, Masterpieces 2020 stuff. Yes. Um, as well as uh, other things like playing Wolverine in the live Marvel tour that went around. Anyway. So cool. He shared this on his Instagram, and I love it. Um, and it's from um, an Instagram feed called at third, spelt, uh, spelt T-H-I-R-D, I thoughts, third I thoughts, all as one word. Um, gentle reminder please set standards for the people you want in your life it's not selfish it's not rude it's imperative you are allowed to determine who gets access to you you are allowed to want people in your life who make you feel light and supported you can set that standard it's your life don't forget that I love that beautiful thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.